Welcome to Mirror Check Podcast with Dr. Michelle Moore. Grab your mirror, some paper, a pen, look yourself in the face and say, I affirm the her I see. I will be reaching her within. Sisters, cousins, aunties, mothers, we are going to take a journey today to an examining room in this season to examine ourselves, environments, and unresolved areas of deficiencies. This series will be raw and uncut. Afterwards, you will be surely repaired with the solutions that I will be dropping, with the tools that I will be bringing, and definitely with the prayers that I will be praying. There will be no excuse for you to remain in the state of unhealed unrest that you have been in yes healing the wounds of the past that will be my topic of discussion today sis how many times have you sat on your couch or sat in your chair in your living room or outside and just a thought popped up or someone came up to you and they end up bringing up i remember when or you accusations things that you have already put on the altar things that you have already given to god and have already left them there but sometimes we think that we've left something there but the residue of that thing is sitting and marinating waiting on someone to say tag you're it so today i i will provide you with the a tag you're it scenario so you you get up you feeling fine you feel refreshed um you put your favorite praise song on and you are going about your day And all of a sudden, your sister, brother, cousin, the people next door, the people under under the stairs, the people over the stairs, whoever, whoever is a willing vessel to be used in the courtroom of accusations on you today. And I'm still talking about the wounds of the past. You know, when you feel like you're healed in the area and someone tapped that wound and a floodgate opened up or you respond or a reaction hits you concerning that wound. Well, I'm here to tell you today, that is what God wants. He wants the residue of that. He wants, he wants the very, very fibers of that thing. So that anytime someone else is used to stand in proxy to go to the courtroom of hell or better yet the courtrooms of heaven to make accusations against you you will be able to stand with uh, your face like flint and not even flinch about the accusations that are being made sometimes you ask yourself man that was 15 years ago 
and you still bringing that up? Or, man, that was 25 years ago. I really didn't mean to push you off the swing. Or, man, I remember when, oh, I remember, oh, that right, oh, yeah, that, that hurt me so bad when you guys didn't ask me to go with you. Or, why didn't I get invited? Those are little bushels from the tree of unhealed wounds. See, when you are unhealed and don't have any solutions due to becoming immune, and you know what immunity is? Immunity is uh, that you become numb. You are numb. You are, 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 are numb to the state that your soul is in. You're numb to the condition. You're numb to that particular thing being said or the way that particular person may respond to something that may have hurt you. It, it, it causes undercurrents and wounds of the past to surface, causing a soul disturbance. So remember, let's go back. Remember when I just said earlier, you put your favorite praise song on and you say, yes, this today is going to be a good day. I'm going to praise the Lord. I'm going to go and listen to the word of God, take great notes, watch a few movies, or maybe go bike riding or do something in a positive manner. But, oh, you didn't realize that maybe that area that you felt that was healed actually wasn't because somebody stepped on that root and that root with this thorns and pricks sprung up and a lot of times when we make mistakes and i'll keep it raw and uncut out the gate first segment of this series and we feel like okay i did that and that was me then, the state that I was in, the the mindset I was in. Okay, I've 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 dealt with that. I've even went to outside of my comfort zone and went to counseling about that. But the the many times that you have said that, guess who else hear you saying that? The enemy. The enemy knows that. Behind that, you've dealt with that, is still residue of shame of, man, I wish I didn't put myself in that predicament. So now they have this thing, this particular thing on me. That could have happened 15, 20 years ago. But there is always somebody who may be in the enemy's camp or just a critical person to, to take out their piece of paper. And they say, let me look up this individual today. Whoop, right there. 2002, she, he, they. Right there. I mean, I could go so many different directions today and, and, and tell you how this particular thing could go and various different directions concerning like 
that particular person or that particular thing. But no, we're talking about you, myself. And as I give you this information, my fingers is pointing back to myself as well. But what I would like to do right now is give you the definition of disturbance. A disturbance is the interruption or of a settled and peaceful condition. The, the disruption of healthy functioning. In this case, it's the her I see. You see, you summons her forth to confront those places that keep stumbling the glory within her to remain. Yes, yes, yes. Let me read that again. Disturbance is the interruption of a settled and peaceful condition, the disruption of healthy functioning. In this case, it's the her I see, you see. You summon her forth to confront those places that keep stumbling the glory within her to remain. Okay, glory is described as the splendor, holiness, majestic, majesty of God, God's presence. Glory in Hebrew is the kavod, importance and deference of God. So when your soul is disturbed, the glory that, that normally will resonate in you because you are, you are coming from a healed place that you've dealt with those different uh, stumbling blocks, those different, different mistakes, your glory becomes interrupted. I know for me, there's times where I've gotten upset or gotten ambushed or taken off guard, caught off guard. And the way my face looked the more in the morning, by the time I've dealt with being that situation, my complexion have gotten darker or I just don't have enough strength for the remainder of the day because I've allowed a situation or a circumstance to disrupt my healing, to disrupt my spirit, to disrupt my soul. And I know many of you women can relate to that. So, you know, Jehovah Rapha, the God who heals is our God who can re also restore. God is a restorer of those who diligently seek him. God is a restorer of those who diligently look to him to be the author and finisher of their faith. Jehovah Rapha means, and the word Rapha means completely make whole, to thoroughly mend and repair in the name of Jesus. I thank God for that. Because God is a repairer of the breach. He is a repairer of, of those soul wounds or those areas that, that abusers, controllers, and people that really don't really even know you in the healed state of you like to go back and revisit. They like to knock on that door and they like to revisit those places within you. Right now, I would like to read to you 3 John 2, 1 and 3. Amplified Bible. Beloved, I pray that in every way you may succeed and prosper and be in good health physically, just as I know your soul prospers spiritually. See, that's where God wants us to be. He really wants our souls to prosper. And the word and the Hebrew word for prosper is sokali, to push forward, break out, come mightily, go over. So in other words, I'm here to summons you out of that pit. 
I'm here to tell you, you don't have to remain where somebody puts you, where they got the shovel out on you to dig that dirt up on you. Guess what? Guess what? God's desire for you is to prosper in your soul, that your soul will be in good health. Because guess what? When you're unhealed, in, internally, it affects things within your spirit, within your body. It affects your heart. It affects your liver. It, is, it affects your digestive system. It affects your sleep. It affects your brain. It affects so many areas internally. So when you don't deal with those things or confront those things, those things sit and they create infirmities within your body. Ha, glory. They create firmities within your body. So I'm challenging you today. As soon as you are afflicted or, or, or there, here comes the accuser of the brethren, you instantly, you denounce that spirit. You denounce those wounds and you give and you immediately give them back unto the Lord. You give that back unto the Lord. You say, God, I've given you this and I shouldn't feel the way that I feel. And you begin to repair, repair that breach. You begin to apply the oil of the Lord upon that. You begin to send forth the Holy Spirit to come upon you to heal those areas again. Because nobody has the right to disrupt your soul. There's choices that we make in our life that we have to deal with, but nobody gets to be able to be executioner of your, of your mistakes and things that you have made. That's between you and God. For the scripture in Genesis 50 and 20 say, you intended to harm me, but God intended it for good to accomplish what is now being done to the saving of many lives. Oh yes, girl. Oh, yes, auntie. Oh, yes, cousin. I can tell you, I've made many mistakes. But I thank God because out of all those mistakes, I was able to repent and, so, and yield back unto the Lord. And now God is using those mistakes to save many lives, to heal other women, to set the captives free. Many women that have made choices out of a, a different place within their life, a different posture within their life. You know, when we, when you, when you get ready to transition from this natural life to the, to the spirit, to the, to the heavens and God calls you home, he's only going to talk about the things that you didn't repent for. He's not going to talk about those things that you have prayed and sought him about and you've repented and you asked God to forgive you and to set you free on that, he's not going to ask you that because guess what? You repented. Those things are washed in the sea of forgiveness. They're not even in the Lamb's Book of Life. Your name is, but that incident, that circumstance, that that down day, that things, those things that you did, self-inflicted or allow other people to do that you gave to God. Those things are not, <laughs> they are, have been thrown in the sea of forgetfulness. Yes.
This is so good. So I would like to also read to you Isaiah 44 and 7. And we're still talking about healing the her in the mirror. And God is serious about this. He says, who is like me? And this is to encourage you against your accusers. See, we have a lot of accusers. We have accusers within our homes, within our families, on our jobs, in the community. You could be driving down the street and have your signal light on and turn and somebody else jumps in front of you and rolls down their window and say all things, a manner of bad things to you. And you say, I followed the steps. I turned my signal light on. I did this. But you have to be responsible for your the state of your soul. What we what I what I tell people now is that's between you and God. That's between you and God. So this scripture right here that I'm about to provide for you, this is what you pray and this is what you say. You know what I'm saying? Isaiah 44 and 7 says, who is like me? Let him stand and proclaim it, declare it and set his proofs in order before me. Since I made and established the people of iniquity, who has announced from of old the things that are coming, then let them declare yet future things. Who is like God? Nobody is like God. So you can't allow a person that is human like you that has flaws like you to set the precedence over your life, to be able to rob you of your peace, rob you of the momentum that God has put on you because you have been before God and you have done the work. You can't allow somebody to do that. That is, that is a violation. That is an illegal disturbance. And what I mean by illegal, that thing is illegal. They came in through some type of door that you opened. Either you there was a door of offense open or they surprised you, which sometimes that can be an ambush. That's called an ambush. When somebody surprised you and disrupt your healing, that is an ambush. You know what I'm saying? And that also is a sure indicator that you are in alignment with God, that you are on the right track. A lot of times people do not attack you until you become aligned with God, until you become aligned and in the the right posture before the Lord, until you are yielding. That's when they come and they say, ooh, okay, okay, she's saying this, she's doing this. Yeah, I'm about to to hear the whip. Remember when, 15 years ago? Now, if you... In the moment of them saying all these things to you, if you would listen intentionally to what they're saying, you yourself can correct the situation because you can say, really, 15 years ago? (laughs) That is outdated. And you know, you can also say, listen, God don't even know what you're talking about. I've been redeemed. I've been acquitted of those charges. And the verdict has already been set. I am free. And who the sun set free is free indeed. I want to, I, as much as I would love to stay with y'all right now, but I'm just doing a little mirror check. 
Um, I am going to leave you guys with this prayer. Jehovah Rapha, my God, who heals. I thank you for the potency of the healing balm you deposited in my life. For truly you transformed me with the balm of Gilead to make the wounded whole, to make those wounds and those in, in those cracks and crevices of my spirit and of my soul whole. You healed me from the severity of the hemorrhage, from the roots, oh God, from my oppressor. Hallelujah, God. I thank you, oh God. You've healed me emotionally, mentally, and spiritually, oh God. In the name of Jesus, I cancel every assignment of the enemy this week. I ask, oh God, that you provide me the space and opportunity to continuously self-examine myself, for my sisters to continuously self-examine themselves, oh God, that they may accept Jehovah Rapha's healing, may accept that you are the bomb in Gilead, oh God, that will make us whole. In Jesus' name, in Jesus' mighty name, I pray. I pray in Jesus' mighty name. May the blood cover you this week. May the blood wash over you this week. And remember, those wounds are now sealed and healed by the, by the blood of Jesus and by Jesus' stripes, which he bore on the cross, has healed and qualified to heal the wounds of the past. No more will you hold your head down. No more will you allow the enemy to get the best of you. This day, as you cry out again, Jeremiah 17 and 14, Heal me, O Lord, and I will be healed. Save me, and I will be saved. For thy art my praise. God, you are my praise and the lifter of my head. My sister, my cousin, my auntie. Jesus is the lifter of your head. Blessings and have a blessed week on purpose. Thank you for listening to this second episode in this second series of Mirror Check Live. The Her I See, Reaching Her Within.